good vibes Stick the inside the mind of psychic mamas Good vibes Stick the inside the mind of psychic mamas Psychic mamas Your favorite psychic mamas Psychic mamas Welcome back to Good Vibes Thick Thighs. I am your host, Gemini to Eleven, aka Bad Bitch Energy. And I am here with Brujita, because she wants Roxy. to be called Brujita. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's Roxy, aka Intuitive Rocks. And it's just us two again. <laughs> We're back. The two mamas are back. Yes. We- and with how crazy the weather seems to be going, we figured it'd be a good time to do just a quick spiritual check in and ask. This weather is so crazy. It is. It's bipolar. Yeah. Like like, like me. <laughs> <laughs> I literally texted my friend and I was like, bro, it's snowing. And then, oh shit, never mind. The sun's out. Oh wait, it's snowing again. And then I was like, fuck, this weather's more bipolar than I am. <laughs> it's bad it was bad i guess we're just gonna pause for that craziness and just really ask how are you (laughs) literally february was a long month for me and it's the shortest month of the year oh my god it seemed like honestly it seemed like the longest month because i had what i had company for two weeks non-stop non-stop company for two full weeks and then i went on my vacation for 10 days and then when I came home from vacation, I was fucked up, I'm energetically so drained. I was on TikTok the other night talking about like, I just vegged and did absolutely nothing for four or five days. My anxiety kicked in again on that's a whole different topic. So like, it's just been a crazy month. I think I only did readings like nine or 10 days out of the whole month. And usually I'm like 20 days. Well, yeah, because it's your full time job, basically. Yeah. It's your livelihood. Um, This is another reason why we didn't do a lot of recordings in February and why a lot of our recordings are, I'm sorry, not recordings, why a lot of our episodes that got released in February were recorded in January for the same reason, because we were working around your schedule. (laughs) (laughs) That's why when we came back to record an actual episode where it was going to like get released within the same week, that was when I had forgot to plug in my damn mic. And the my audio oh, yeah. sounded so far. Remember, like I forgot yes. I was a rookie. <laughs> yes, yes, yep. I remember that. So it's been a crazy month. How about for you, Calm Cool Collective? Um, like it feels like I blinked and it's already in March. I know. Don't you feel like as you get older, like the time goes by faster? Like I remember as a kid, it was like, dude, Christmas took forever to come. Your birthday took forever to come. And now as an adult, I'm like, oh my god, slow the fuck down. Like Christmas, we just had you. And now you're here again. Yeah. I don't know if I've mentioned this because again, we recorded before any of our trips because I, I went to North Carolina during the time. Oh, yeah, I off. forgot about that. Yeah, that was in February too. Now that I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> I went to North Carolina to meet some of the fiance's family in person. And I mean, they all loved me, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> but <said> what- obviously. <laughs> But it's crazy because they still had winter weather out there in in North Carolina. It was hella cold. And me, even though I live in Texas, me being like originally a Cali girl, anything above 65, I'm sorry, anything below 65 degrees for me is fucking cold. Like, yeah, my hoodie, you know? Yes, 100%. Out there, it was like, I think it was probably in like the 30s, 40s. And I didn't take a coat jacket. Like I didn't take a jacket coat. So we had to go to the store to buy one because we were out there for a wedding. So I didn't want to put like a fucking hoodie over a dress, you know, especially if that was going to be the first impression. (laughs) Girl. (laughs) I mean, I would have if I had to. (laughs) but we had stopped at Ross to try to, so I could try to find me a coat before, you know, the ceremony and all the racks were empty. And I was like, what? Like, did they just get like robbed? Cause not, not even the, just the winter stuff I'm talking about, like all the racks were empty. Like it looked like a bear store. Like, why the fuck are you guys even open? That is so weird. It felt weird. So then we left Mm. and then we drove a little bit more and we found a Burlington coat factory. And I was like, well, I should find something. It's called Burlington coat factory. Like, <laughs> so I went in there and I guess because it was in the middle of winter, like there weren't that many to choose from where my size, cause 
I'm tall. I'm wide. I'm not a small. This bitch said I'm wide. No. <laughs> I have football shoulders. Like I'm ready to go tackle some bitch. You know? oh, oh my God. You're such a lie. That is so not true. So the size, my size, they had like old folks jackets where it looked like fake fur with like leopard print and shit. Like, oh, you know, like, no. yeah. So no, I was like, no, I'm not going to wear that. Um, I'd rather take my hoodie. But then I found a jacket that I liked. It was a D- DKNY jacket. It, it's like this dark olive green, almost brown color. And I was like, oh my God, I love, I checked the size. It's a fucking extra small. And I was like, oh my God, <laughs> let me see if I can make this work. <laughs> so I was like, I think these arms could fit in an extra small. Let me try. So yeah, they could. So I just bought that fucking jacket and wore it open. <laughs> I couldn't close oh it. Oh my goodness. We need pictures. I hope you took pictures. I took off the coat to take pictures. Oh my goodness. Because it was also an unplugged ceremony, which is a thing now. Where like during the ceremony, nobody's allowed to take out their phones. Oh yeah. I just went, the wedding that I went to last month was the same thing. And here, uh, me and my husband walk in and he's like a freaking tourist everywhere we go. Like he films everything. Everything's on social media for him. So he's walking in like, hey, nobody said anything. But at the end, somebody was like, hey, all those videos you took, send them to me. And people kept asking him like, send me the videos. (laughs) And we were like, what? And finally, somebody was like, they asked us to put our phones away. You're not allowed to record. And here we are just openly like, hey, we're recording (laughs) everything that's going on. But because nobody said anything. So that is so like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. You're getting married. How do you feel about that? So I get the reasoning why. What's the reasoning? So the reasoning, what they told us was like, we paid our photographers and our videographers. So they didn't tell us the amount of money, but they just said, we paid them to capture this beautiful moment, this beautiful day. And we'd love for them to capture your faces instead of your phone in front of your faces. I get it. What if I captured an amazing video that they didn't capture? Like, you know? Oh, that's my thought process. Like, hello, I got an eye for these things. Let me. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like I would want as many angles, different angles and people and videos and shots like as I can get. I don't know. That's just me. For me, because I thought about it for me, I wouldn't mind people taking it out as long as you're not obnoxious about it. Right, right, right. Because I I feel like there's there's a come on, like there's a line. Don't cross that line of being like super obnoxious and being all trying to get in front of everybody just to capture that main thing like that. That's when I'll probably be like, yo, calm down. Mm, Yeah. I could see. I could see that. That's that's so crazy that that's the thing. And it's so crazy that you're getting married this year and you got to experience this and get your own information or your own ideas of what you want now for your wedding. I'll I mean, be there recording for everybody. OK, I'll post everything. <laughs> I'll make sure it's live when she's crying with her like baby face cry. I'll have to screenshot that like that is a, that cry face is going to be an epic like meme <laughs> broadcasting that face like when I started mm-hmm. crying during the engagement yeah yes exactly yes. I don't think I'll cry at my wedding so you're probably gonna cry for the wedding I don't think I'll so because I'll, 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 I'll know it's coming true but don't you think you're gonna be like fuck this is fucking happening right now like holy shit like this is real probably like everything you wanted and hoped for it's like here it is yeah that's and then true. if your boo cries you're gonna cry even more so i wonder if I'm you pre- would I'll cry my prediction my prediction is you're gonna cry so we'll have to we'll have to come back on the on on the podcast and be like let's let's just do it you know what this is what we're gonna do we're gonna put a post <laughs> and we're gonna ask people let's get a let's get a poll going how many people think roxy's gonna cry at her wedding and girl you better not fucking not do it to like make this make us lose okay all those people like she's crying we're team cry team cry with my lack of memory good thing we're you're gonna post that like poll now that way when the wedding does come i'll forget about the poll and it's not like i'm fighting the bag so you guys aren't right (laughs) so this is how you're gonna be able to vote i'm gonna put a team cry team no cry and i'm not gonna put a description because you're gonna have to listen to this episode of the podcast to know what we are talking about in order to vote that's a good one. Yep. That there we go. Okay. And I, I'm not a crier and I've said it before. Except yeah. Shinhee made me cry. But that was... <laughs> <laughs> she did. She actually did. But crying... I think I'll, I'll... Well, you saw how I handled that. Like, the tears came down. But I was like... I kept my composure and I, I like, cut it. You know? Like, I didn't let it, yeah. like... Ah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, after that recording, I let it. 
<laughs> I let yeah, you know, as much after- as you wanted to cry, I feel like you did a really good job. I think that's you how did. I usually am in front of people, except, okay, here's a story. When I was in kindergarten, no, it was preschool. I was preschool. I was graduating preschool and they asked for volunteers from us kids for our graduation ceremony. Like who would like to welcome the parents and say a quick, hi parents, welcome to, you know, the 1990 something graduation for, you know, preschool or whatever. (laughs) They needed two kids, one kid to say it in Spanish and one kid to say it in English. I volunteered to say it in English, you know, like thinking, Ooh, I love the spotlight. Little did I know I do not like the spotlight. (laughs) (laughs) So, and my parents have this videotaped on VHS and they make fun of me all the fucking time about it. My parents were there filming. I'm the oldest of my parents on my dad's side. I'm the oldest first grandchild that my grandparents from my dad's side had. I'm the first, you know, niece, nephew that came into the picture. So of course on my dad's side, I'm fucking spoiled as fuck, you know? And then it's time for me to go up there and say like, welcome parents. And, and all I got out was welcome parents. And, and I start crying and I run to my parents. Oh my and I stayed on their lap crying the entire ceremony. Oh my gosh, Roxy. And look at you now with the whole ass podcast. <laughs> and and yeah, and you don't ever see me fucking cry since that day. <laughs> wow. Since my preschool graduation. <laughs> wow. I would have never guessed that. I cried, like cried, cried. Yeah. I, I wonder how to... if the moon was like, what the moon was in to give you that emotion. I don't know. That's crazy. I, yeah. So does it count that I graduated preschool if I really didn't stay in the ceremony? (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't think so. Just kidding. (laughs) I mean, I'm a pro at nap time, even now. (laughs) Literally. I, yeah, she is naps during the day in the afternoon, but you get up early for work. So So, I have an excuse, but shout out to you for finally posting your picture of your graduation. I, you know what? I totally even forgot about that. Like, I literally forgot that I had graduated college. Like, I think because I don't use it. I don't I it, I literally forgot until we started talking about it. And I'm like, damn, I should be proud of myself. I made yeah. history because <laughs> nobody in my family has graduated from college. So that's I'm fucking badass. Mm-hmm. I was yeah. like, it only shows me liking it. But I was right there. Like, 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 like. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny that's cool okay so as we were like talking or discussing about like what the hell are we gonna talk about I felt like this was just a spot on topic for the beginning of March for one for two like I feel like our whole world is going through this spiritual transition awakening like being brought to light being brought to like reality of things so I felt like me and Roxy just discussed like let's just do a spiritual check-in and see how everybody's doing see how we're doing checking in with each other and kind of just like talking and see you know like what what is it that has happened or what that we feel is important for you guys and I don't know I want to start on the topic of card readings Roxy's been doing a lot more card readings if you guys don't know you could book private appointments with her you could DM her on Instagram for private appointments so she's been doing more private appointments um, giving card readings and stuff so um, (laughs) if you guys are interested always message her she's she's down to give you card readings but I don't know I kind of feel like there's I've been doing a lot of card readings lately, and I think we've been encountering kind of the same type of vibe with people that maybe don't, I don't know, how do I, how, I'll let you explain it. You have more softer words to explain. <laughs> I'm the Oracle <laughs> version of the explanation. You're more the tarot version of the explanation. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So, so I'll let you explain. I guess it goes back to like what we always say about us being human and we just don't want to be alone or we we don't want to be alone one thing. And then I feel a lot of us that aren't alone, we're afraid that we're stuck in the wrong decision, if that makes sense. Where was it you? Somebody had told me, and I think we should find the quote, but somebody told me J-Lo had said like she never wants to be alone or she cannot be alone or she has like issues with being alone. That's why she jumps from relationship to relationship. It totally makes sense. I think... I don't know if I've brought it up before, but that movie, Why Did I Get Married from Tyler Perry? Oh, yeah. I think that movie is definitely an eye opener along with his other movie, Temptation. Have you seen that movie? No. I've seen Temptation Island. No. Have you seen Temptation Island? No. That's a show, right? Yeah. What is it's it pretty about? ratchet. Is it? It's basically trying to find love. So like they put like whatever, 12 women, 12 guys, 
and you're on an island for whatever, a week, two weeks, however much amount of time, you build this relationship. You either build a relationship or you don't build a relationship. It's kind of like a rose ceremony for The Bachelor. So each girl or each man will be able to give a rose. Like, I want you to stay. I want you to stay. Whoever doesn't get a rose gets booted out. And then they filter in X amount of new girls or new guys. Oh, So now you have, like, now you could be in a relationship, quote unquote, with somebody um, and being intimate, but then Jimmy John comes in, who's way hotter, and is like, I want to take you on a date, even though you're hooking up with Johnny Boy. And then you just swap out, like, one for the next, where you just swap out, you know, and kind of yeah. feed your cup in different areas. So it's very ratchet, but the idea of it is very smart based off of society right now. And the way TikTok works, because I feel like TikTok's now like a hookup, almost like, what is it, Plenty of Fish, or what is those... Like Tinder. Bumble. Yes, all those things. Like you could find whoever you want on TikTok now. I think it is the greed of of this generation and society. The greed of, sure. of wanting more. And not not that we're saying to settle. By all means, don't settle. But at the same time, like you had just mentioned, the grass isn't always greener on the other side or whatever. But like, okay, so why did why did I get married from Tyler Perry? Like for those who haven't seen it, I know you've seen it. It's where like these couple, these married couples go on a retreat every year to kind of like ignite the flame of them being married. And that's a that's the thing. That's an that that brings up another topic. People don't work for their relationships anymore. Once it starts Mm-mm. getting boring or once it starts going downhill per se, they end up just wanting an out to go find some that spark again instead of reigniting yeah. the small flame they still have in the right. current relationship, you know? So this movie goes through that. But in this movie, one of the husbands comes out as being unfaithful to his loyal and loving wife and he ends up leaving with the Sancha and the wife ends up turning her life around and he's leaving her thinking he's going to get better. But the girl he's with, although pretty on the exterior, probably good sex at the end of the day, doesn't care for him by like making him meals, taking care of him. I guess I don't want to say mothering him, but like showing compassion for him you know so it's the it goes to that whole movie is like the 80 20 rule you have 80 percent of everything you've ever wanted in the relationship you're in but you see this 20 percent walking by looking fine as fuck and you're like "Ooh, i need that in my life but once you switch over you realize what how much you've given up just for this new excitement and that's like i always look at like like i look at relationships like okay like you're in a relationship with married dating whatever the case may be and nothing's perfect you're never going to get a hundred percent perfect of a relationship right there's always going to be room for improvement because we're human and there's always room for improvement we're always a work in progress but like i i feel like people nowadays they don't think about the bigger picture he doesn't give me attention um he doesn't buy me what i want whatever the case may be but if you look at every relationship that you've been in and i'm talking like sexual intimate married dating whatever like an intimate relationship not like a mother father daughter kids nothing like that if you look at every relationship you've been in like you have to realize that for er everybody has differences right so you're giving up some things to gain in others but you're also going to re like not how do i explain this like you could go into a new relate you could be in a relationship right now and say like my husband's boring. My wife is boring. We don't ever like, he works a lot. He's always on his phone. Cool. But are you willing to re to lose the love that you guys have him being your backbone, him being, uh, you know, loving to you, to your family. You're not getting your ass beat. You're not being mistreated. Like, are you willing to lose all that because you want to seek better? Like it's a give or take. So you're always going to lose something and gain, but you're always going to gain and lose if that makes sense. Does that make yeah. sense? Kind of. Yeah, that makes sense. So the other movie I mentioned from Tyler Perry is called Temptation, where this couple is like a newlywed couple and one of them is going to school studying to be like a, a pharmacist or a doctor or whatever. And then the girls in like, I don't know, PR or some shit like a company. So she sees the relationship as being boring because they don't do any spontaneous things or nothing. But at the same time, she's not speaking up about it either. Meanwhile, in his eyes, he thinks everything's fine because she's not telling him anything. So what happens when this like 
new guy flashing all these fancy cars, flashing all this attention to her comes in the picture. She ends up going out with him and starting to like separate herself from her partner. And then should I spoil the ending for you? (laughs) I'm like, uh, yeah, (laughs) she ends up getting HIV from homeboy. (gasps) Yes. And her husband ends up divorcing her, obviously, and finds someone else. And so the end closing scene is her walking into the pharmacy, like years have passed. She's walking into the pharmacy to pick up her medication because she has HIV. And the pharmacist behind the counter is her ex-husband with the new wife. And they seem like super happy. So like she gave that all up for a flashy car and something that she thought was like real. And homeboy that she like she was going after that gave her HIV was ended up being like abusive too but didn't show all of that at the beginning like i just i feel like that's the reality of relationships right like now in this era you know like i go back to like card readings whether it's oracle tarot like i feel like we all want the answer right like we all like seek like give me the answer is this relationship gonna work is this job gonna be for me do i need to go back to school like i we i feel like what you guys need to understand is tarot readings whether it's with me roxy somebody else like tarot readings and oracle readings are a tool tool to guide you and give you guidance it's not like it's not meant to give you like this is step one and then this is step two and then this is step three unless you're doing an energy like you know trying to heal yourself that will say okay self-love needs to be worked on self-appreciation needs to be worked on fear needs to be broken so you you kind of have like direction but i don't want you guys to focus on like card readings when you're in like a dire like i have a question i need the answer right now like should i do this or should i not i think that you could find those answers with cards but i think a lot of times you have to use your own like what is the word i want to say self-judgment maybe you know like following your intuition not going to get like five different card readings from different people because you're like that's not what i wanted to hear and like i was telling roxy a lot of times people expect card readings to be like expect like a new love in two three months and you're gonna be happy with this new love because he's gonna be perfect and he's gonna have all this money yes your card readings could tell you that but we also have free will and i don't believe that like what was i telling you earlier roxy like i i feel like you know god does it if you're in a situationship because i feel like right now that's like the cool thing don't you think so like you're I mean, like, I don't think it's cool but <laughs> i don't think it's cool but i think it's like you're in the cool it's, category it's, right now it's like a norm a thousand percent so i feel like people like understanding when you get a card reading it's a tool to guide you to make better decisions to put you in a better energetic space to put you in your divine purpose i don't want you guys to take advantage of card readers like pay attention to the messages that you get from whoever's reading you because the message one message one card reading can go a long way if you listen to the message and literally like dissect that message or that yeah the message that you get I don't know. What's your input? I think part of it is, is people do want to hear what they want to hear, you know? And I think that's why I like that app that I'm on the Hey Hero where people could book through me aside from just hitting me up on like a DM, because all I really get is one question from them. And I don't get like their, their question being asked in a manner where it could alter the way I feel about the question. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like people could ask you like, should I leave him? But then the way they ask, it's like, they don't, no matter what you say, or they're ready to, they need that confirmation. Right. Um, And I think that's why I like, they just type out the question, add a picture of themselves if they want to. And then I just go from there. When I respond to them, I send them a video based off of whatever comes in a way that's better because it legit gives you an unbiased opinion on things instead of like where they're asking you let's jump on a call and then you see their you see how their reaction is towards what you're telling them and you're like oh this is not what they wanted to hear like they're already not gonna listen to me why are they like here to begin with (laughs) it's usually the people that i do like instagram readings for or tiktok readings for because we're not talking so like it's hard to like like maybe understand it if we're not on a zoom call or on a phone call where we could actually have a conversation so i feel like a lot of times the instagram messages or the tiktok messages leaves people with those questions because they maybe they don't touching the surface at that point yes 
Very true. Yeah. You're just touching the surface at that point. But you're right. When you have that interaction face to face, you're able to pick up on it quicker where to the point where it's not just the surface. And then once us, I don't know if you could relate, but us as readers, once we like they give us more and then we're like, okay, then we could go into it deeper. Yes. Because yes, a lot of times, like if you see me read, like especially for relationships, like I don't, some readers, I don't know, I think you do it too. Like you pull like a past, present, future card, like if you're doing. Yeah. So like on regular readings, when it's not about love, yeah, I'll do the past, present, future on relationships. I like to, especially when I don't know the person or anything like that. I do like each partner's energy towards the relationship and then the relationship energy in general. I guess it could be like a past, present, future because I do bring out more than one card to kind of get a feel of what where their mind's at. See, I don't do past, present, future. I just pull cards. So like I, I kind of just pull cards and as and as I explain cards, people will say like, oh yeah, that happened or yeah, that was my ex or yeah, that's my current situation. And then I'm like, okay, now I know that spirit's just talking about right now. We're not talking past or whatever, you know, but I, I really just want to emphasize on like, if you get a card reading from somebody or you get a reading of any sort of any kind, like really pay attention to the message that's being delivered to you. Like it might not be the words that you want. It might not be the decision or the message that you want. But if you really pay close attention, like spirit talks loud. Yeah. But spirit talks jibber jabber if you're energetically not open to receiving the message. Right. So like if I go pay Roxy for a reading, because I want to know if my new job is going to be for me and Roxy's kind of like you have some guilt being greedy, all these, you know, and I'm like, "Mm, that's not what I wanted to hear. I wanted to hear. Yes. Is this job for me or no? If I take a moment to sit and say, oh, she told me I'm greedy. Okay, so maybe this job that's going to pay me seventy five thousand dollars a year when I'm only making 40, maybe that's too much money for me and I'm going to become greedy. I'm not, I'm not, I'm going to spend it on materialistic things. I'm not going to donate, you know? So I feel like you don't have to seek multiple readers for readings. Hmm. We all have the answers within us. I feel like we're, me and you, we're just a tool, right? We just give you guidance. We just give you advice. We just give you help. But the answers lie within us. Our, think, the cards don't tell us turn right there, turn left there, walk 10 feet. Like it's all just a tool to help us yeah, get by. Because on top of that, first off, there's free will. So regardless, if, if we were to use the divination tools to say strict yes or no, like that doesn't mean the person's going to follow it. So it's like a butterfly effect. Like, yeah, we could tell them how their life could be if they make this if they go route A in this decision or route B in this decision, but from there to the next phase, maybe they'll do something where it'll have a domino effect where like what right. we saw for them isn't really going to work anymore with whatever decision they made. Right, right. And that could be a numerous, a numerous of things. Like it could be, you know, maybe you yelled at your kid and cussed them out on a day that spirit was testing your patience. And now you're going to have a lesson of you need to learn patience. So your cards are going to be like, you need to learn patience. And now the goal that Roxy gave you, the ultimate outcome changed because of like, I feel like free will so many different things. Yeah. You know, like you don't, I, I always say this life is it really is the game of life because you're learning Mm -hmm. what's right and what's wrong even as adults like you know we always tell our kids like you should know by age five what is yes and what is no you should know what is hot and what is cold yes it's but it's the game of life maybe today i want to test the hot water maybe today i want to test the cold waters you know and i feel like as adults we just have to we have to be in a happy place energetically you know Uh, we have be able to have our bad days but find that spiritual person's find whether it's your best friend i mean i have i did a reading for somebody yesterday in her cards it showed she has two spiritual people that are on her spiritual journey like mentors one mentor the energy was so pure and so white and one mentor the energy was dark and heavy and i told her who are these yeah i was like who are these two people because i see one as light and one as dark and i don't mean dark like she's doing black magic on you but i feel just very heavy energy from her very heavy and she said oh i do have two mentors and one of them is absolutely amazing and the other one she's like we just had a fallout and she has a lot going on she's going through a divorce and she's trying to heal at the same time and i said you know my intuition is telling me not that you're a bad person and not that she's a 
bad person and not that you guys shouldn't be friends, but my intuition's telling me that she just has a lot going on and you're just like a burden. So when you call and say, hey, this spiritual thing is happening to me, I need guidance. It's like you're at the wrong, you're texting me at the wrong time. But I feel like being a mentor, when your person, you know, even spiritual, like I'm a spiritual leader. A lot of you guys know you can message me Roxy too, spiritual leader, where people can message us all hours of the day. And when we get a chance to respond, we're going to respond. Our doors are always open. If we're energetically charged, you'll get a response. If we're not energetically charged, then we kind of just like, I don't know, maybe I'll answer it later. Maybe, you know, sometimes I'm like, I'm not energy genetically charged for this right now so oh, I've, I've, days I've admitted that too and I feel like that's that's how you could tell when someone's trying to be genuine and like really look out for you and when someone's just trying to get your money oh yeah for sure because for sure. It, if whoever you're going to never has issues like okay at work we were just talking about this have like Chick-fil-a people they're always fucking happy to the point where it could come off as fake happy like that's kind of like, okay, right? Show me you got emotion other than happy. Like, you know, let me know. My pleasure. Wrong. So I guess the same as like in readers, if you have a reader that never ends up like having to cancel because they're having a bad day or having to like tell you no, or afraid to tell you no, because you won't come back, then I feel like they're not at the place they need to be in order to start reading people the way they should. 100%. That was the situation with this girl and her friend because she said we had a fallout and she's still working with people. And but she's like, but she just has a lot on her plate. She's not energetically ready or 100% to be doing cards or giving readings or giving messages to anybody, but it's her living. So she needs to do it. I feel exactly how you feel. And you guys and you guys know those of you that follow us and that are like, you know, you follow me on Instagram and TikTok, like, you know, I go MIA for sometimes or I'm constantly rescheduling appointments because mm -hmm. Roxy knows my life outside of readings is chaotic. Like I don't have downtime. Life is just a thousand miles an hour. Um, so there's days that like my personal life, I am so fucking drained to come back and do a reading. And on in, yeah. on TikTok, you know, I haven't done mediumship readings on TikTok in a hot minute because the vibe, the energy, there's so much energy. Everything is energy. There's so much energy on TikTok that sometimes I'm like, I'm not energetically equipped to channel a million spirits right now because when I go on TikTok live it's like I open up this door of Pandora's box and it's a flood of energy and a flood of spirit long story short with that lady like you know I believe yeah you're right like if you are not energetically equipped like and, and I, I I'll be honest I've had people where they're like I want my money back because I wanted my reading today like sorry I don't I don't give half fast readings and energy's real and I love what I do and the messages that I deliver so uh, I believe like maybe I was energetically drained but tomorrow you you are energetically drained for the message I'm going to give you yeah maybe my message today would have made you break and be depressed and emotional and that's not the point so tomorrow when you're refreshed in the morning and you check your dms and you're like oh I got a message you're like oh I could accept this you know yeah so I feel like energy energy check-ins like go get a card reading go get a reiki go get you know um whatever service it is like energy work that you feel like you need i say at least once a month check in with spirit where are you what do i need to improve on what have i done good what what areas are good for me what areas need some tlc like the same with chakras like go get a reiki once a month and realign yourself and get your energy right and let spirit lead and tell you hey you're doing a good on self-love but you need to work on your on your crown chakra and get those negative thoughts out of your mind and things like that like I don't know what is your rule to them like for check-ins for energy what do you think I feel like it would be on the person honestly it'd be it'd be because sometimes they do feel flustered to the point where they need an outside looking in perspective oh for sure um, but do you think like like I feel like once a month if everything's going smooth but more if needed if shit's not going right you know what I mean like if shit hits the yeah. fan and you're like I'm broken cool once a week every day I don't know what, whatever you feel like you need but I feel like if you're just like I don't know I feel like start with once a month and your energy your soul will direct you to like hey I need a new reading yeah hey I need some insight hey for sure I mean that goes to show why we do the zodiac readings every month because it's a it's a like a spiritual check-in for them yeah for sure which I'm like I'm already getting feedback on how like what's crazy hold on let, before I say I'm already getting feedback let me let me backpedal a little bit because I was super nervous about the March zodiac readings 
because it felt like we were on the recording forever, didn't it? Or was that it just did? Me? No, it and did. Come to find, and we even cut it, thinking like we were blah 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 blah, like we normally do, and it was forever. And usually the monthly ones are like an hour fifteen, an hour twenty, because it's not just an episode we want to keep within an hour. It's an episode where obviously it's a spiritual check in, monthly zodiac reading, so we don't really have a time limit as long as we get the message out. And so when it came time to edit it, I looked. After editing, it was only like less than 55 minutes long. But the amount of feedback I've gotten already is like, okay, they still got what they needed to hear. Like, yay for 100%. 100%. Because I was kind of, I was kind of wary. I'll be, I'll admit, I was kind of like, Eve, did we not provide enough? Like, what? 55 minutes? Wait, what? (laughs) There's 12 signs. That's less than like 10 minutes each, you know? (laughs) Yeah. The feedback is good. I've been getting good feedback too. And people that I didn't even think listened to the podcast listened. So that's good. Like we, our energies are so like aligned that I think the messages we deliver are just so much more powerful because like we're just energetically on the same page. Yeah. And we're so much aligned. We're going to put it to the test. Oh, how are we going to do that? We're going to pick. I mean, if we, if we own the same decks, I would be like, pick a deck and see if we pick the same deck, (laughs) but we don't, we own completely different decks. So just choose like one of your decks. I'll choose one of my decks and then we'll pull a card. We'll say for you first and see if the cards that we pulled from two completely different decks come out kind of feeling the same energy and then we'll do the same for me like we'll both pull out a card for me okay putting us <laughs> to the test, right we're getting i'm getting put to the test by roxy right now i think it's putting both of us to the test because we talk about how in sync we are when it comes to this very true okay the deck i'm using is the queen of the moon the deck i'm using is the oracle of the mermaids who who did you pull for and then i'll because i haven't pulled one i pulled for you okay then let me see what comes out for me Okay, what did you get? I got a card. Go ahead, start. (laughs) Because I'm like like a baby, like, oh my God, I need to talk. I need to talk. Okay, I got the power card for you. Okay. The power card is all about stepping into your true power. It's telling you that you're a very powerful being. Don't hide behind who you are. It's also like a big magic card, like telling you, you are gifted you are power you are intuition you are magnificent like it's all these things powerful like spiritually on a spiritual level okay i'm talking just spiritual i even feel like this is like you having a lot of your ancestors like energy with you you know and being able to like feel pow- more powerful because of your lineage your blood lineage like your family history all that good stuff so this is a card of devotion like i feel like you're very devoted to who you are you're very devoted to your people that are close in your circle in your bubble you've been through like good and bad but the just like the moon like the moon still shines for you like this powerful this is the full moon card and we're literally going into a full moon i think on like i forgot what day it is but it's, the, it's the worm <laughs> the worm moon it's the worm moon in march it's the, oh, it's the full moon in march and it's all about like bringing clarity to light so i feel like this card is all you because you are definitely opening up your third eye more and opening up your crown chakra more on a spiritual level and like that moon is still forever going to be there the moon hasn't changed but you are changing if that makes sense like you're evolving and the moon is still like i'm still here doing the same thing still here to help you like i've always been in all your lifetimes i'm going from full to crescent to um the waxing like it's all there for you so ooh, you're powerful that's so funny okay so the card that jumped out is honor the masculine but this card i was like okay I don't get what aspect of my life this has to pertain to, right? Like, because on the card, it says respecting men and embracing the masculine divine. So I was like, do I need to respect the men in my life? Or do I need to respect my own masculinity, which I see as being powerful, assertive and stuff like that, right? So in my tarot class, one of the girls that was in it, she has this thing where if she needs quick clarity, she'll look at the bottom of the deck to get like a sense of clarity for whatever card that comes out. So I looked at the bottom of my deck and it was the Atlantis card, which is like the, okay, it's about my power, my own power. It's not about my energy towards anybody. So (laughs) I feel like we were 
on point with my card showing that like I had I can't be ashamed that I am powerful I am a- yes. like I could be dominant I am assertive I am you know aspects that are like stereotypical male aspects I right contain in a manner of me reaching my full potential basically we're on the same page that was fun I we are on the same page <laughs> Okay, so now it's going to be for you. And then I'll go first. And then you could say what you get. Dude, I, I, okay, remember, you probably don't remember because you've taught several classes. But okay, when I took a class, when I took Andrea's class, when I was first opening, going through my spiritual journey and stuff, she had a day where the people in the class were able to pull cards for her, like to read her, right? And this is the first card, like this is a deck I was using. And I remember now because of the card that came out. <laughs> such a good memory, dude. <laughs> okay, what is the card? It's the visions card for psychic abilities clairvoyance seeing out of body travel fucking unleashing the power you have in that sense like in during your class when i picked this up it was because not that you were doubting you were just at that time i think you had a lot on your plate you didn't know whether to take a step back of doing readings or not oh i do remember that and this was your like no keep doing it and okay looking at the bottom of the deck like i did when i pulled my own card and we were talking about this before <laughs> before we started <laughs> recording Great. it's the transparency card of being authentic and being honest and being genuine and being you <laughs> That is awesome right now. What did you get? That is awesome because I got the action card and the action card is all about not being paralyzed by your own fears. So it's funny because prior to this, um, we were talking and I'm like, you know, Roxy, I don't want to be famous. I don't know why. Like, And going back, it goes back to a, a past life. Like, I don't know. What do you want to call it? Trauma? Past life trauma? So this card and what you said is all about like stepping out of being feeling that I guess like paralyzed feeling, which I mentioned at the beginning when I came back from my vacation, I like had major anxiety, like what is the word depleting anxiety where like I stopped driving, I haven't been out in public in like three or four days straight, like I've just been a hot mess. So I feel like this card for me and what you're saying is all about like being happy and not allowing my anxiety or my fears or like whatever is trying to defeat me get me down like I need to be authentic and I need to be standing very powerful and the action card is like perfect to tell me like it's important to take action to keep myself like head above water like don't let the fear of whatever blossom but let the action flower blossom like time to make moves time to be bigger just like you said being your authentic self all that good stuff so we're on the same page (laughs) we're still on the same page guys (laughs) we are we are on the same page yep spirit talked loud and clear so if you want to test us book a reading with both of us just yeah there you go (laughs) different days and don't tell us (laughs) there you go well we have had a few people do that before we've had some people that book with you book with me and then we come back and we're like hey I did a reading for this girl. And it's funny because I'll talk about readings to Roxy. And then she's like, wait, did, is, is this, 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 and this? I'm like, yeah. Is her name this, 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 this? Yeah. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> we find out. And it, it's cool because you guys don't tell us that you booked with either one of us. And I feel like for the most part, even with this new recent one, like same fucking advice, same yeah. card pull, different decks. So it's amazing. Energy check-in. This month, month of March is all about like, what is it? Women hit women. I can't even say it. (laughs) (laughs) Women's history month. Women's history month. And I feel like this is a month of stepping into your power, breaking cycles, breaking chains, breaking things like the anchors that hold you down to spread your wings and fly. Like go out and start making your own history. Like you be your history leader. You be the voice that you need for yourself. Like you start making these decisions and utilize this month to be productive. Utilize this month to see things for what they are in a positive way. And I feel like change, I always say if change is, if you're not feeling uncomfortable, awkward, weird, funky, all these things, you're not changing. You're you're staying in your comfort zone. Yeah. Be able to fight back, you know, those feelings of fear and put all your fears in a box and close that box, board it up, tie it up, put a lock on it and don't open it. 
and go conquer what the you're world. supposed to be doing. Well, what, what were you talking about um, angel numbers this month earlier? So this episode is set to premiere on 3-3, March 3rd. So many threes to the point where I feel like holding it back until three o'clock in the morning. Just kidding. <laughs> so it could be 3-3-3. She's crazy. So I'm going to tell you the definition for 333 as in a time and then I'll tell you the definition of 333 as in just the number so the 333 time says all of the great spiritual teachers of the past are helping guide you at this time these ascended masters are helping you develop your gifts so that's 333 I think that's super perfect for like this spiritual check-in topic seriously like perfect perfect timing and then your number 333 says you are powerfully aligned with Jesus and other ascended masters at this time you are at a crucial point in your journey where you can go beyond all previous setbacks that's amazing Ascended masters, um, if you don't know, ascended masters are like higher spiritual guides. So like your spirit team, your guardian angels, like it's spirits that are just very powerful, very, how do I want to explain this? Like hands on with your spiritual journey. So your spirit guides, your ancestral guides. Um, your spirit team, your guardian angels, all those people are ascending masters helping you through this journey. And to end, who, if you could choose one female that's inspirational to you right now, who would you choose? I know you're probably going to be like, what the hell? But do you remember (laughs) Sylvia Brown? Yes. Like, I remember watching her as a kid. Like, I wish I could be like you. I wish I could do what you do. I wish I could see the things that you see. I wish. Was that already when you knew you had a gift? Um, I, I, I didn't quite know because I was so young, but like I seen spirit, but I didn't know it was called gifts. And I didn't know that you could like communicate to these people. So I would see spirit and see ghosts and see things, but not communicate. Cause I was, I was probably like in maybe like fifth grade, fourth grade, something like elementary school. Mm-hmm. So I was already seeing spirit, but didn't know that it was like, you talk to them and didn't know like that shit like that existed. Um, but she was somebody as growing up, I'd always watch like Montel Williams yeah. was on all the time. Like, Oh, she's coming on. I have to watch it. Oh, she's coming on. I have to watch it. Um, so to me, she is somebody like forever since I was a kid, like I said, was somebody who inspired me even more so as an adult once I realized, oh, it's a gift. Oh, I can learn how to turn it off and on. Oh, I can learn to communicate with these people. They're not just here to scare me. So that's who I would pick. That's Is she still alive? I don't know, to be honest. I don't follow her anymore. Maybe because she died? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that's cool. For me, if I had to choose one... I mean, I feel like it's hard to choose just one because we're all literally strong mujeres in our own individual way. And I know a lot of you are expecting me to say Selena, but I feel like I need to back off her for a little bit because I already pushed Selena on everybody (laughs) too much. And her death anniversary is coming up pretty soon, followed by her birthday. So I was going to say we should do we should channel her on an episode of the podcast. Or I can try because I can't guarantee that I can channel her, but I can try. That'd be cool. That'd that'd be super cool. So fun fact, she, or not fun fact, but when she passed away, the day she passed away is my brother's birthday. Oh, wow. So I blame him for her. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. No, but I do always make a mention every year when I bring up, when I put his like birthday post online, always be like a moment of silence for Selena, please. The queen of Tejana who's passed away so many years ago on today. Girl. Oh, yeah. And by the way, happy birthday. (laughs) You are so cute. By the way, happy birthday. But I think that if I had to choose one today, I would choose Frida. Only because just recently I did like an aura reading and they told me that she was a strong like spirit guide right now. Oh. And that caught me off guard. Like Frida, like I don't, I'm not like I'm a fan of hers, but not as much as I'm a fan of like Selena or something, but that's interesting. Yeah. So shout out to Frida, the artist. Shout out to Frida. The one that didn't give a fuck what people thought of her. Yeah, literally. (laughs) Literally. I need to be like Frida. Well, I don't really give a fuck, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, this was fun. I hope you guys message us do an energy check-in with us like just send us an email send us a dm like hey this month of march this is where i'm at hey this month of month of march this is what i need to improve on this is what i'm feeling good on like hit us up 
you know that we're always op- we're an open book. I feel like we're always open to discussions, questions, topics, whatever the case may be. But this was a good energy check in just to run through and check in with yeah. each other. She's a little bit. I recently got a DM, so I want you to answer this to finish them off since it is a spiritual check in episode. Someone asked me, "How can I go about to find my own spiritual mentor?" So that okay, this might take me some time, but it's okay. <laughs> okay, so. I literally, the lady that I talked to yesterday um, that I was telling you, she had two spiritual mentors that came up in her card reading. She literally had the same question. And my personal advice is find multiple mentors because everybody's different, right? Like everybody's different in their energy. Somebody could specialize in limpias and how to cast away spells. Somebody could specialize in card readings and just giving you good tarot advice and tarot readings and things like that. Somebody could be amazing at Reiki that gets your chakras aligned up. So find people that you connect with. I believe that if you ask spirit for a mentor, you're going to get a mentor. You literally like, I literally manifested my mentor. She's not, well, I guess we're kind of mentors for each other, but like I was in that place where I originally had a mentor who was my Reiki person who would remove blockages from me if I had attachments, whatever the case may be. She got me started. She, she certified me in Reiki, gave me attunements, all these things. And then a year into it, it, when um, Gemini 211 started like booming, it became kind of like an envy thing where I started uh. getting like funky energy and my, I went and had my cards read and my lady's like, Hey, somebody's doing black magic against you. Like it's jealousy. It's envy. And I'm like, who could it be? And my lady told me who it was. And I was, I never guessed it because she was literally my mentor, my spiritual mentor, but the jealousy and the envy came about. So we, I had to disconnect myself from that relationship. And now I'm down to one mentor, which is fine because she helps me in many, many, many ways. But I feel like as spirit, don't look at every person you meet as a spiritual mentor. Like, don't look at them as like, are you going to be it? Are you going to be it? Are you going to help me vibe with people? Like just vibe, feel the vibe, get multiple readings. Like if you're vibing on somebody that's spiritual, like get weekly readings, get monthly readings, check in all the time, like start vibing and building that relationship with them where you could be like, Hey, like, do you think you could mentor me? Some spiritual people have, you know, on their websites, spiritual mentorship that you could sign up for and pay for monthly, whatever the case may be. Like, I don't really, I don't really have like a start place other than let spirit lead you. Like my prayer, my, my manifestation to spirit was I need an earthbound spirit guide. I need somebody on earth who talks human language because spirit, I love you, but I don't always understand the messages that you're getting. (laughs) Yeah, I don't. I'm always telling spirit, you have to talk to me in layman's term. Send me a human, send me a human that talks because I don't understand your message. So I feel like if you just communicate with spirit and source, like you will definitely get what you're, what you're asking for. It may not happen today, tomorrow, at the snap of your fingers, give it time and it will. That's a good answer. It's funny. <laughs> no, I, I'm just nodding away because it's kind of along what I had messaged the person back when asked, how do I find a spiritual mentor? And I go, it starts with your community, like start following yep. people you yep. find inspirational, start following like that way your feed starts going into that positive direction and stuff like that. And then from there, you'll start resonating or you'll start like seeing yourself being energetically pulled towards someone and For it just sure. goes from there. For sure. But yep. Well, lots of love to you guys. If you guys have any questions, any feedback, anything that you want to discuss, ask, talk about, um, we're here. Message us, DM us, follow us on Instagram, our individual accounts if you're not. Well, tons of love, tons of light. Go make this month very memorable and very productive. And we are out this BITCH. Inside the minds of psychic mamas, good vibes stick that inside the minds of psychic mamas. Psychic mamas, your favorite psychic.